The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we've got some NBA draft to discuss as there's been more odds movements uh, pertaining to uh, some of the key picks there. Uh, but first, Aaron, we got to talk about a major blockbuster trade that happened over the weekend as Bradley Beal, the Washington Wizard, is being traded to the Phoenix Suns. As uh, Shams tweeted uh, from Sunday, uh, Wizards trading three-time All-Star Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, a handful of second-round picks, and multiple pick swaps, league sources uh, told The Athletic and Stadium. So, Aaron, uh, you are in D.C., and it seems like uh, your Washington Wizards are uh, pressing the reset button, right? Yeah, and it's about time they did so. The Beal and Wall era is over. Man, those guys just finessed the NBA to get those incredible contracts, and really neither of them have done anything ever since. So well done by them, I guess. I I don't know. For me, (laughs) Beal, we were talking about this last week when we knew this was a possibility, He just has been injured. He hasn't done a lot. And maybe it's just because it's difficult to get excited, you know. And and he's had a huge workload. I mean, he's really been, ever since Wall left, all that the team has had. It all has fallen on his shoulders. And now he gets to go to the Phoenix Suns and can be a contender. Um, So maybe, you know, a fresh, uh, a new scene will help breathe some new light because, we were talking about it. he's really not that old, even though it does seem like he's been in the NBA <laughs> forever. So I am excited for him. I hope he can stay healthy and contribute. But if you were going to bet on the Phoenix Suns and overreact to this trade, I mean, you missed it. You should have bet on them earlier when we knew this was a possibility. For me, from a betting perspective, I have zero interest in plus 650 or whatever the number or consensus is right now on the Suns. Like, I would wait. Uh, Surely, I mean, we haven't even had the NBA draft yet. Other things are going to happen. I just think 
it's not worth it right now. And maybe you can even get a better number. I mean, there was even like an overreaction when Kevin Durant went there. So I think there's still time to see how this team looks on the court, see what other teams are going to be doing. I have no interest in betting this right now on the Suns. It started as plus 850 for the Suns to win the NBA championship, and then the Sharps figured it out and moved it to 7-1. to one. I still felt like there was a little bit of value at 7-1, to one, but really mm-hmm. the most value was to pounce on it right away because the Suns uh, seemed to have gotten lost in the shuffle. Uh, what with the Nuggets winning the championship, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, getting a new head coach, the Boston Celtics obviously are going to be contenders. But it really felt like the Phoenix Suns were an afterthought, even though they have two of the top players in the NBA. And you're adding Bradley Beal to it. But to me, Aaron, now that it's moved to plus 650, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I would have, you know, had it stayed at 7-1 to one or maybe gotten longer because maybe it wasn't a trade that uh, behooved the Suns as much as perhaps uh, some would claim, then I think it would have been okay mm-hmm. to pounce on it. But now... I don't like the value here in large part because I'm not exactly sure what Bradley Beal is supposed to do to help the Suns. Think about all the things that Phoenix needed to do to become a real contender and knock off the Nuggets in the Western Conference. They needed depth, right? It can't just be about Durant and Booker. And that didn't happen. You're, you're not adding depth with Bradley Beal. You needed yeah. to work on defense a little bit. Well, I don't know if Bradley Beal is the best defender uh, in terms of, you know, solidifying your defense. Chris Paul was a bit of a problem. Uh, now you don't have to worry about that anymore, I guess. But turning DeAndre Aiden into a physical force, is that going to happen with Bradley Beal? I'm not sure. That's going to be more of a coaching thing. But I wonder if, say, you needed some depth there uh, just so that, you know, you can have a more powerful, impactful front court. And I'm not sure Bradley Beal is going to help with that. And so in terms of all the things that we can point to as to why the Suns are not quite contenders I don't know if Bradley Beal addresses any of those things yeah I mean (laughs) between Booker Beal and Durant they'll be able to put up a lot of points but also (laughs) defensively this doesn't seem like it's a well-rounded team either does it no, it, it, it really doesn't. I mean, d- to me, the depth thing was the biggest concern uh, heading into why I would still back the Suns. And now I think it's even it's an even bigger concern because you're, you know, oh, losing yeah. all of the assets that you could have used, uh, say, to trade away Aiton or something like that. Instead, you're trying to get one more superstar. And, you know, I think Spotrack uh, had a really good tweet in terms of the lack of wiggle room that the Suns have now. They have four players under contract at a combined $723 million fully guaranteed. Book for 260, Beal for 207, Durant for 153 for three years, and DeAndre Ayton three years, $101.9 million. And so if you are the Suns and something goes wrong or something isn't quite a fit, there is really nothing you can do about it. You pretty much have to roll with what you have here. Yeah, either, okay, let's just say Duran is hurt, which is possible, Booker, Beal, or two out of those three, the Suns are in major, major trouble. And that plus 650 is going to change, and you're going to regret putting your money on that. I mean, they're just like one or Mm -hmm. two injuries away from being in, in big trouble. 
I mean, I, I guess they've got to do the load management thing throughout the regular season. Like the regular season means nothing and just hope those guys are ready to go for the playoffs. But they also need to build some chemistry and take that time during the regular season to get things down. Because even when KD was traded to the Suns, you know, everyone was like, oh, look out, here come the Suns. <laughs> and it was okay, you know, but it, it wasn't like – they were blowing anyone out of the water and you still got to worry about the nuggets. You, you still have to worry about the nuggets. And the biggest question is how are you going to defend Jokic? How are you going to contain him in some way? And I know that's going to be a, a question uh, across the league. And some teams may do some really wacky, creative, unusual things to try and slow down Jokic because the, the nuggets, not only did they win the championship, they were, sort of solidified as NBA champions and that they are going to be the benchmark uh, for who you need to beat to compete in the Western Conference and possibly make it to the NBA Finals. They, they were just that dominant. And that's who you're going to have to go through at, at some point. When it comes to the Wizards, though, chances are they're going to be waving uh, Chris Paul and Landry Shamit. And uh, Chris Haynes said that the Wizards will probably reroute Chris Paul in a trade and it may go to the Los Angeles Clippers. And that would be a reunion of sorts for Chris Paul and his former team. I am not convinced that Chris Paul should continue being a starter in the NBA, but the Clippers do need a point guard. And certainly Chris Paul can assimilate with this group fairly well. The question with the Clippers is, you, you got to have Kawhi Leonard healthy. You got to have Paul George healthy. And to an extent, Chris Paul needs to be a little bit more aggressive uh, than he was, say, last season and be more comfortable with his mid-range jump shot once again. If everything goes yeah. according to plan, then yes, the Clippers can be really formidable in the Western Conference. But to me, I don't know if Chris Paul is going to be the biggest answer for what L.A. needs. I agree. I mean, and he's... <laughs> he's getting older. I just, Chris Paul does nothing for me at this point. <laughs> like I just can't with him. I mean, he's cooked. I, I just have no interest. I, I mean, I feel bad for him. He's chasing an NBA championship. Cool. Great. But like I, maybe six man of the year is a better look for him. Like you said, but yeah, I don't, I'm not really interested in that. Really quick with the Suns, though, sorry, I did want to go back to that because what, what sure. the biggest question for me is what's happening with Aiton? Because that was another mm. piece to this puzzle that has me confused because I thought they were trying to move him. So now are they in a position where they can't? The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I, I don't think they can at this point. I don't know what they have to, to offer for DeAndre. Like, you, you need those additional pieces to make yeah. a trade work. And I'm not sure if that's going to be possible. You may lose some serious – they may still do it, and they may just lose some value and, and sort of take it as a loss because they know they need the depth right here, right now. But I, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, I think part of this is just – okay, you know, we knew we were going to move Chris Paul and we're going to turn this into, say, a point guard by committee. And we know how to make that work because we have Frank Vogel as our head coach who's, you know, more than competent. And perhaps they can figure that out. But to me, DeAndre Ayton, like, either he needs to develop a little bit more and become more aggressive or you need to ship him and get those necessary pieces. And I don't know if either of those things are going to happen now. And to me, that was you know priority number two behind added depth uh, for the Suns. And to me, this trade, I, I, I don't like it on so many levels, but especially when it comes to what you're supposed to do with DeAndre Ayton, to me, there's, there's not a good way out of that. I wonder when we're talking about depth, could they trade Aiton for some pieces and add some depth that makes some sense to get some value back? You know, some guys that maybe aren't big names, but kind of like what the Heat did. You've got all these guys who weren't even drafted, basically, and are just team players and contribute, and maybe that's the move. It, if you can. That's just it, though. I mean, you, you know, all those uh, ancillary pieces that you have as far as picks and things like that, 
that help complete a trade, that's going to be much harder to do now. And that's why I, I think this is going to be that much more complicated and, and problematic in general. Let's move on now to the NBA draft and some big news pertaining to the number two overall NBA draft pick market. Scoot Henderson is now the favorite, seeing him at minus 145. Brandon Miller has the second shortest odds at plus 110. And in terms of the NBA draft market in general, Aaron, one of the things that I, I like to do, especially when it comes to like any sport, but in the NBA, I think it's, it's useful too, is you don't want to just find your one mock draft and run with it. You want to find several of them. You want to aggregate it. That's why we talk about grinding the mocks so much for the NFL draft, because it aggregates so many different draft boards and wisdom of the crowds tends to perform better than any one individual might. And so I went to Hoops Hype and looked at their aggregate draft board to figure out where I could find some value. And it's interesting that they still have Brandon Miller at number two, Scoot Anderson number three. It might be one of those deals where when you're looking at two and three, it could be just a coin flip and perhaps whichever Mm -hmm. player gives you longer odds, if it is a 50-50 proposition, maybe that's who you bet on. Yeah. And I think even looking like starting that process even earlier, because now we're getting so much closer to the draft, but I bet the value on Scoot to go number two, uh, even a month or two ago was much better than it is now, Mm -hmm. but it does seem like a coin flip. I'm also surprised that we heard that Michael Jordan is, you know, selling out of his ownership there in Charlotte, but he's still meeting with both of these guys just from like an information standpoint, I wonder what his preference is. Cause it seems like maybe they value his opinion here. Maybe so. And it, it's hard to quit. And that, you know, if you're, you're yeah. owning a, an NBA team and you know, you have so much invested, it, it's hard to quit. I get it. And you know, whatever like the, the news came out for... last week, it's like, come on, MJ. Right. like, why are you still involved? Like walk away. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all right. You, you can walk away. You know, it's comfortable. You know, you have, you have competent people who can take care of this. Uh, Maybe but as far he wants as his say, stamp yeah. on the team so he could watch Scoot or Brandon Miller and be like, yep, I was instrumental in bringing that guy in, you know, on his way out the door. I did Perhaps that. He wants... That was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you did. You did the one thing and, and it's fine. So, so everybody can move on. Uh, as far as, uh, say, other draft picks or uh, betting in this market in general, Aaron, anything stand out to you? Um, not really. I'm, I, I don't have the draft odds up. Um, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really not sure what else, where else to look here. Um, I, don't, I can't well, bet on one it thing... in my state. I don't have them. Well, one thing that uh, I, I looked at was, uh, you know, for the most part, the aggregate draft board uh, is fairly similar to what the odds makers are saying. And so, uh, you know, you do have to get a little creative in terms of finding uh, some value. But I think one of the things in general when looking at your process between now and, say, Thursday when the draft happens mm-hmm. is if you, if you have teams that have met with key players, I think that helps a great deal. And I think sometimes those relationships – uh, help out a good bit. And so, uh, like, fifth overall, Cam Whitmore, uh, he has the shortest odds at plus 115. Uh, looks like he's had some conversations uh, there. I, I think those meetings, if you can find them and get those inside reports, that can help a great deal as far as, uh, you know, how to proceed and how to bet. 
Well, I think this also is, with that but... number two pick yeah. with Brandon Miller and all of his off the court mm -hmm. stuff at Alabama, I'd want to meet with that guy in person and talk with him. And I think that would be very insightful. Absolutely. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we take it to court. It's BetQL Court, and I complain about the U.S. Open one more time right here on the BetQL Network.